0: what's up everybody welcome back to the podcast thanks for tuning in and listen to what we got going on today uh, big thank you shout out to our sponsors um, all the followers the listeners everything that we got going on uh, last week's show great show with hunter on there talking about the uh, shrimp boat this show we have got matt coming on and uh we've got an announcement to make so y'all stay tuned um, and thanks for tuning in all right so we are fortunate enough and and just pleased to have you here sir i mean just to be in this man's presence is 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 something that's just great in itself we got matt williams on the night
1: i thought you were talking about jared ward no
0: no sir no sir we're talking about mr the energy
1: that was coming through the door as i walked in here I knew you was here. I just had you a knew, it.
0: yeah. You knew I was at my house whenever yeah. you showed up it at was, my house.
1: It was definitely noticeable. <laughs> the good. lights were on in the building, and some stuff was going on in here. Yeah, yeah. I heard some like bottles opening and some ice <laughs> stirring around. So
0: that's usually what's going on down here most of the time. Most of the time, it's me coming down here, turning the TV on, and some bottles are getting cracked open and some ice stirring. Well, the you.
1: TV's off, but the bottles are open. <laughs>
0: all right so so matt matt's uh matt's back from from his hunting trip you just had your uh your son's first birthday
1: yep he turned one year old today yeah
0: that was uh we couldn't make it unfortunately but um i looked at all the pictures it looked like a great time
1: oh he had a blast he was probably the most well-behaved kid out there (laughs) that's good to run around and pick up rocks and eat the rocks and yeah, the wrapping paper. Yeah, Didn't until he got his little caterpillar dump truck, and then that that's was all I cared about. It was
0: over from yeah. there. <laughs> so Matt is one of our sponsors on the show, Deep Blue Renovations. Uh, if anybody didn't know uh, from hearing on the show or seeing the post or whatever, Matt Matt runs that company. That's his company. Um, does does a great job. A lot of lot of different stuff. Um, but Matt reached out. And he wanted to suggest something to me, and um, I heard his suggestion, and I thought it was a great idea. Um, With the giveaways that we've been going on, uh, the last two that we had, the $50 gift card, and then the last one we had that was the Yeti bucket and the fishing rod and all that stuff, Matt said that he wanted to incorporate something for the giveaway. He wanted to throw something out there and wanted to let me – um you see what i thought about it and i think it's a great idea so matt is going to introduce for the first time what the next giveaway is on the podcast
1: well i've seen that you got a lot of hunting and fishing guys on here and i hunt and fish all the time mm-hmm. so i threw the idea out to you about maybe doing like a like a turkey hunt or like a fishing trip down in florida um right they can come down there with me or we can go out west to maybe nebraska or something and maybe go after turkey or we can go and fish on the beach for tarpon or in the intercoastal for some rat trout redfish snook whatever right um, it was just kind of an idea that i suggested to you to see what you thought about it. i didn't want to get too crazy but i mean it's a hunting and fishing podcast so. well
0: i'm gonna tell you when you when you first threw it out there i was like are you sure you (laughs) you want to do this because that's uh that's something pretty big man i mean honestly
1: it's a stretch but i mean if you got a love for fishing and hunting i mean what's one more trip
0: that's right that's right so we decided me and matt came together and we decided that we are going to do a giveaway for the podcast for the listeners you have your choice of either going to Nebraska to hunt turkey or to go to Florida to go fish. And there's going to be a ton of questions about this, and we're going to try to cover as much as we can in a short amount of time to try to get this going. The way this is going to work is I'm going to sell 100 spots. In order to get one of the spots, you need to call, text, text, Uh, Send me a message through Facebook. Send me a message through Instagram. Whatever you're listening on, if you don't know my number or you can't find my number, message somebody that knows my number and try to get to me. We are going to sell 100 spots. They're going to be $10 a spot with a maximum of 10 spots per person. Once all the spots are filled, we will draw for who gets the who wins the 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 giveaway
1: yeah just do a random it'll be a random
0: number draw um just on on like google or whatever that does that random number draw that's that's how it's going to work um at that time the person gets to choose what they want to do this is not a choice that you just have to make like at that time
1: yeah i mean we'll plan it out and i mean it doesn't have to be next year i mean whatever works for the individual is fine with me i'm not i'm not going nowhere i mean i'll be out there hunting <laughs> when you're thinking about when you want to go or i might be fishing It this right, right whatever works for them works for me so okay
0: okay so matt what um what kind of boat do you have first let's start with there
1: i got a 24 foot pathfinder uh,
0: and it's it is a nice boat i will tell you this boat has got a tower on it the the thing will run yeah, i it's, promise you it it's is rigged nice. out
1: nicely i mean it ain't a brand new boat but it's probably one of the most nicest boats I've owned.
0: Yeah, it is. It's extremely nice. Yeah, it's got um, a full
1: tower on it, um, jack plate, trolling motor, Simrad electronics, JL audio system. It's, it's pretty legit for a runaround boat. Heck, yeah. it is. It I mean, works it great is. when you're chasing tarpon on the beach. I can promise <laughs> you in that tower. Heck, yeah.
0: So that that's that's the one part of it. We can go to Florida. We can go after tarpon, red, snook. um whatever whatever y'all want to do time frame whatever we can work out whatever the weather allows us to do whatever we can do matt matt will put us on some fish and i can promise you i have went fishing with matt i've seen pictures he will put you on some fish matt is a very qualified fisherman uh by by any means trust me Uh, so that's the first part of the second part of it is hunting in nebraska you have a spot in in nebraska right
1: yeah it's a little over 1200 acres most of its crops it's got a bunch of crp on it but it is slap loaded with merriam turkeys yeah i didn't realize what it was until i started talking to you about turkey hunting i (laughs) sent you them i got a trail camera picture that's probably got 25 or 30 bearded toms (laughs) just standing there and i mean it's slap loaded with them but it's it's not hunted hard. I mean, I don't. I've never killed a turkey out there. Yeah. I might go out there this year now that I know a little bit more right. about turkey hunting. But. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He sent me a picture. He sent me a trail cam picture of these of these birds out there, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And he's like, "Dude, they're out there every day." Yeah. <laughs> like, every I mean, day. every day. I can <laughs> show you right now. About
1: three thirty, four o'clock, they'll be going to roost. Yeah. That'll be them twenty gobblers in there, just fanning around and walking in front of the camera. <laughs> and I'm talking; they're like twenty they're, pound. Bird. Yeah, they're I mean, big they're, birds. Like they ain't small birds. They look by like no a means. small hog running around. Yeah.
0: So that will be the second part of it, and 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 you'll be allowed to choose which one you want to do. Uh, if you want to go to Nebraska and hunt turkeys, we'll, we'll be more than glad to do this. Now, this is not this is not a giveaway. This is not a a trip that you're just going to go do with Matt. Y'all not knowing Matt, Matt probably not knowing y'all. Uh, it's not a trip like I, I'm going to go to.
1: Yeah, I am specifically wanted you to be a part of it that way. Somebody didn't feel like they was just out on the limb. Right. And I'll throw this out there. Like, if somebody that wins is not a dedicated, like, turkey hunter or something, I mean, there's a possibility that if it works out that, you know, we could go out there and shoot a whitetail if, if turkey hunting's not in right. their right. game, but just to kind of and we'll
0: and we'll like i said we'll, we'll work, have to we'll iron work out the details yeah. once we have yeah. the
1: winter and stuff because it's gonna a lot of it's gonna be based off a of time frame what time of year like mm-hmm. especially with fishing i mean you know we'd want to go in the good part of the summer right. or something early summer late summer and yeah hunting's gonna be either spring or fall so yeah so we'll
0: we'll figure out all the details when that comes. Um,
1: Y'all guys with wifes are going to start asking for permission and getting them, oh gosh. getting everything done around the house first.
0: I, I know a few of them that, that don't, they don't yeah. have to ask permission.
1: I guarantee it.
0: <laughs> so another thing about this giveaway that we wanted to talk about and mention too is, so we're selling $10 a spot, 100 spots, which comes out to be $1,000. Half of the money is going to go to the person who wins. Now, you're welcome to do with that money whatever you want to, but if you're going somewhere out of state, we're wanting you to hopefully use that money to cover some of your expenses, and we're hoping that it covers most of your expenses.
1: Yeah, I would prefer that if when you split the pot, I would prefer that that individual uses that money for tags, travel, lodging. Right. Um,
0: Which more than likely is is what's going to happen anyways because – it does it doesn't get extremely expensive but it does get expensive Yeah, and for so sure. i want to i want y'all to be able whoever wins this i want you to be able to enjoy yourself
1: yeah and you don't have to win it and then try to figure out how you're going to financially be able to swing it right. either i mean that's what $500 that's hundred dollars should be a pretty good start
0: right that's what me and matt had talked about we want it to be it's not like a buddy system kind of thing where hey you know i won this can i bring my two buddies with me no yeah
1: because your two buddies are going to turn into four buddies yeah we're going to have to rent a bus and it yeah
0: no we don't want it to be like that what we want it to be like is three dudes going out there let's kill some turkeys let's catch some fish let's enjoy making some memories let's have some stories to put back on the podcast man this is what it's all about this is this is what we started what I wanted to accomplish with this, and that's what we're trying to do. And Matt, I mean, the you giving this just out of the kindness of your heart, man, and we really appreciate it because this is something that a lot of people may never get to do in their lifetime.
1: Well, oh, I know if I hadn't been put in the situations and met the people I have over my lifetime, I probably wouldn't have got to have done a lot too. So. so, I mean, it's only fair to maybe help somebody else out or give back in some right. way. And we
0: really appreciate it. I mean, I really do anyways, but so that's the deal. That's the giveaway. That's the big, the big news, the big, uh, everything that we've been talking about the last week or two. Um, so just to recap nutshell, we're doing a giveaway hundred spots. There's $10 spot. They are 10 maximum spots per person. Call me, text me, send me a message, whatever to get your spot. The way it's going to work is when you give me the money, you pick your spot. You can pick whatever spot you want as long as somebody else's name is not there. If you want number 57, get number 57. If you want four, go get four. Whatever you want to do, that is up to you. Half the money goes to you. You get to pick and choose what you want to do. That's how this is going to work. So that's the big, the big news uh, Matt came on. I, I really wanted Matt. To, to share that, to be the one to share that with everybody since he's the one that's putting, putting the giveaway together pretty much. Um, this will only be available to people that listen to the podcast. I am not posting this on Facebook or anything else for that matter um, until probably a couple weeks if we don't fill the spots by then. Um, so if you listen to the podcast, you hear this, you call me, text me, or whatever. I'll let you know what spots are available. I've got it all wrote down in a in a spreadsheet or whatever. Getting it all together. So, um,
1: yeah. yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be fair to to share it on Facebook and give outsiders the first right chance at it. So that's what the that's, listeners get the first shot at it, and then if you need help, you know, filling the spots, then you can share it and people can. Right. Share it and then kind of spread the word, but I don't, I don't think you'd have a problem filling the spot. I don't really.
0: think so either. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I know a lot of the people that listen to the podcast, uh, a lot of, a lot of the followers and stuff like that, that um, that are texting me, calling me, and stuff like that. Man, they're they will be excited about this. I guess
1: the first question is how many of them is lacking a merriam turkey to fill their slam? Yeah, that's that <laughs> that's is a big question right there. 10 spots.
0: Yeah, that that's that's a big question right there too, because that is part of it, and uh, uh, that is one of the birds that yeah, that is, it's a good one to kill too. Trust me.
1: And it's probably not as hard to come by as a Rio Grande, but yeah. Merriam turkey is a pretty good little hike away for most people on the East yeah, Coast. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: so I'm I'm hoping that that this all works out, which it's going to. I mean, we ain't got no other choice but to work it out and um
1: it's probably going to be a little you know tense in the beginning just trying to iron all all the details and get everything you know lined up and stuff because if it's fishing or hunting i mean a lot of it's weather dependent too Mm -hmm. but you know we'll just set a date and stick with it and if if the weather turns windy or turns hot if we're hunting or whatever i mean it just it just is what it is yeah
0: yeah if you have questions call me text me send me a message whatever i'll try to answer them the best i can uh, if I can't answer them, I'll, I'll call Matt, text Matt, whatever, to, and ask him. And he'll be able to answer the question. Um, we'll, we'll try to do everything we can to make it.
1: Yeah, it it shouldn't be real complicated. I mean, just iron out, you know, when you can go. And most of the questions, like, if you really sit back and think about it, you probably can answer them yourself. Or yeah. If you're <laughs> hesitant about a question, it's probably not a decent question. I mean, we yeah. don't want to be dragging a buddy or out there or something, you know, like – everybody whoever wins may have a buddy like oh man you think i can go with you or something like just just take the time to you know enjoy it yourself yeah and not let anybody intrude on it
0: yeah so that's it so you just got back from where'd you go you went to ohio you went to did you end up going to nebraska
1: i didn't make it there i went to ohio for four days it was real cool the first couple days and then it got up into the 80s every day and holy cow yeah 80s in the end of october early november is just dumb yeah yeah but we hunted there pretty hard for a couple days and it just got hot so i left and went to missouri um the wednesday before rifle opened and we hunted out there and it the rut was kind of slow i mean we were seeing like young bucks and stuff chasing but Mm -hmm. um it was still pretty warm out there, too. The thing that killed us out there was it just was got real windy. Yeah. 20, 30, 30-mile-an-hour 30 winds ain't that fun.
0: Nah. I don't like 20, 30-mile-an-hour winds on the daggum beach. I could imagine no, being I in a daggum like tree stand. I don't like on the
1: water, and I don't like them in a tree stand either. <laughs> trying to shoot a deer in, in a lock-on. Yeah, a no, and no, and your you. tree's going five inches one way and five inches the other way. It's nah it's kind of tough to pull that off nah, i mean i know a man like you could do it one come on, open,
0: on come on now i just so i just shot my first buck with my bow and a lot of people like a lot of people were dang blowing me up about it because yeah it was it wasn't a huge deer you know it was it was a it was a small eight actually it was
1: a seven yeah uh, but it, it was it wasn't nobody else's deer but yours i know i know
0: but man i'm t- like everybody was like i can't believe you ain't got a bow kill with with a buck yet and i'm like dude
1: listen man give me time all right (laughs) yeah they're probably the same one that ain't got it either yeah you know
0: so i was pretty i was pretty hyped about that man being able to get my first buck kill with a bow um i have i've shot does with a bow before never you know nothing really that big i've just never had a shot at a buck with a bow which in north carolina bow hunting with for a, for a buck anyways is pretty tough i yeah, mean yeah
1: if you don't get them in the first couple of weeks of the season opening yeah you're gonna kind of look out into the rut and then yeah. by the time the rut's here i mean everybody's wearing hunter orange running around crazy <laughs> so yeah
0: so, so i did get to do that 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 happened while you were out there chasing monsters yeah uh, we were chasing uh, them's about it yeah well, we'll get into that in just a second yeah we were we were here in north carolina shooting seven points matt out there and in, in uh missouri shooting 30 points and that's just that's just the difference i guess <laughs> i
1: guess
0: <laughs> So, but um so you you had a pretty interesting experience out yeah, there
1: it was a first for me um
0: well just take it take us through it kind of the start and um and and you know we'll probably have to take a break right in the middle but um just take us through the start and and just walk us through it what happened
1: well it started back in mid-october i got a picture of a monster i mean we called him palmy yeah because all it looked in my trail camera pictures, it looked like the end of both his main beams was just a big palmated like fist. It yeah. reminded me of the damn long haired guy on the scary movie series that had their strong <laughs> the strong hand. That's dude. what his end of his antlers looked like. And they ended up having <laughs> after I seen him killed, he had like four or five points on each end balled up.
0: Oh gosh.
1: Yeah. So, um it I had him on trail camera, um, back in mid to late october and rifle season didn't come in until november 13th or 12th or 13th so i hadn't never seen him on camera right but that one or two times he was working a scrape on one of the farms we lease so i left ohio on wednesday and then thursday morning i was out in missouri and um, Saturday was opening rifle. It was still hot Thursday but I was running around moving cameras around and looking for scrapes and stuff and um, got batteries changed out and hung some stands and everything and um, come Friday morning I hunted over there on the farm that I was having him at. I had a lock on over there and I had a, a south wind so it was the only wind I could hunt that farm. Well I never seen him ever on the hoof. Yeah. So Friday morning after I got out of my stand, there's a gravel road that goes down along our property that goes way back into the timber on another farm that the landowner uh, that we lease from owns. So I just was leaving the our farm and going down that dirt road and I seen a buck standing in the middle of the road and he was probably like 120, 130, just standing there looking at my truck as I was just driving down like about to run into him. So as I was going down the gravel road with that small buck was standing, I got, I don't know, 30, 40 yards from him, and he jumped the fence. Now, before I say the rest, if you've ever seen advertisements on Facebook of a deer farm, yeah. you see all them bucks running around. Like high fence yeah. areas. yeah. So now granted, there's no high fence anywhere around where we hunt in Missouri. Right. When I got up to where that little buck had jumped the fence, and I looked to my right, There was three bucks there that I swear had been let out of a pen. (laughs) And that's not an exaggeration. They were the biggest deer that I'd have ever seen on the hoof in the wild. Yeah. I mean, the, the one that was in the front had to be 170 plus. I mean, he was outside of his ears, 10 inches on both sides. Oh God, Them like beer can bases. And then (laughs) Palmy was with them. That's the first time I'd seen the deer off my trail camera. Right. And I was like, well, hell, he's still alive. I figured he had done been killed because it's done been three weeks and he ain't been on camera again. Yeah. So I started focusing on hunting that farm really good. So I hunted it Friday and then I hunted it Saturday morning. And the property, it's 167 acres and it's got a big timber draw that runs it to the middle mm-hmm. and the rest are, are around it is corn, all standing corn. Well, it's cut now, but. So I parked my truck on the very north end of the cornfield, and then I walk all the way down the length of the property to my ground line. And to the north of me is the landowner next door. And then to the south of me, everything in front of me that I'm facing is our property. So people's probably gonna like, oh, you're hunting a property line. Well, yeah, I'm hunting a property line, but-
0: You're on your property. I'm,
1: everything I'm facing is 167 acres of what we lease. So right. I was always anticipating that that buck was gonna come because where I had seen them off the gravel road, the farmer owns 580 acres over there that his house is on. Right. And he's probably got 300 acres of cedar trees and that's where them deer have been living. Mm-hmm. So the, the draw that runs through our property connects through a creek that goes all the way up into them cedars on the adjoining property. Well, the way I faced my ground blind was, to the nor- was facing north and that draw was to my left about 200 yards. So I figured that if they were bedded in that draw or he was with the doe or whatever, because that's where yeah. all the does hang out, that I would see him feed out into the corn or follow something around. Well, man, I got there about six o'clock, got my stuff together, started walking up to my ground blind in the middle of that corn. I sat down about 6.15, 6.20. Legal shooting light was around 625, 626, if you want to get technical. In the same way that I walked in, I caught a glimpse of this monster just walking, bebopping down through the field like there wasn't a, a care in the <laughs> world. No doe with him or nothing. And I was like, man, that looks like a big buck. And it was still, you know, the sun yeah, was that, coming up. It was a little bit of a light fog on the. corn. Or you could
0: barely just make out a
1: silhouette. Oh, yeah, I just seen a real dark body coming through the yeah. field, and I was like, Oh man. And I started putting my binoculars up and everything. And I was like, shit, that's damn balmy. <laughs> and, um, I started getting really like pumped and I was oh, like, yeah. oh man, I started getting a little shake and jittery. And I was like, I told myself before I even looked at him again, I said, you need to get your shit together. <laughs> uh, so I, I got my chair position. I got my gun up on my shooting sticks. He was still probably like 40 yards from the tree line. If he'd have made it through the tree line, he was on the other property. Right. I got him stopped about maybe 10 yards from the property line.
0: Oh gosh.
1: And I, my 308 is sighted in at like an inch and a half high at a hundred, and it's got the BDC reticle scope, so everything should fall in line. I put it right behind his shoulder. I took a deep breath, I squeezed that trigger, and he just hunched up like he had been punched in the damn stomach. Oh gosh. Tucked his tail, his whole back arched up four or five inches higher. didn't jump, he ran off kind of sluggish, I heard him crashing on the other property. then it just everything went silent, yeah, and when I looked down at my phone, it was six twenty eight by the time I looked back up to where I had shot him, I heard another gunshot go off right on right behind me, oh, like right at six thirty like it, it it may have been six twenty nine the second shot went off, oh crap, but I didn't think nothing of because I like I said. When I pulled the trigger and he made it to the woods, yeah, I heard him crashing. Right. I heard him go through the fence. It allowed crash, and then every the, the whole woods went silent. Like, you could right. hear a pin drop, and I was like, well, hell, he's down. Yeah. Man, I was excited. I got all my stuff up, got another bullet chamber, and I walked down there to where I shot him at. I couldn't find anything, no kick-up marks, and I'm hunting in corn stubble, Everything looks the same. Yeah. I'm colorblind. So seeing red. <laughs> Which I didn't know.
0: <laughs> I did not know until I te- Like I called you about this deer or whatever. And I was like, well, did you find blood? And you're like, I don't know. I'm colorblind.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like looking at corn stuff, at six in the morning, trying to find blood was damn near impossible. <laughs> so after I couldn't find no hair, no blood or nothing, I was like, I started second guessing myself. I was like, well, I'll go into the wood line because there was like the part of the draw that he ran into was probably 80 yards wide at the top. And then it funneled down in like a pie shape. Yeah. And it went across to the other bean field on the other property. So I just looked through that edge trying to find hair or blood or nothing. Yeah. Never found nothing. So I was like, well, hell. I got my stuff together. This time it's about 8 o'clock. I got out. I went up there and I shot my gun at 220 yards. I was, I was two inches left and I was touching holes shooting mm. off the back of my truck. So I know shooting off, a, off a lawn chair with shooting sticks. Yeah. You're being excited. There. I still may, I probably shot him back behind the ribs, like maybe caught, he was quartering to me a little bit. So I may have caught the back end of the liver and then yeah. stomach and everything on the opposite side, which I'm not going to, bash a bad shot because dude that deer was a monster
0: (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna bash a bad shot either dude i made i've made countless number of bad shots and i've never been never had a chance at a deer that size ever so i can only imagine what i would have done so
1: well the whole the whole setup and everything that i was set up for he totally came from a totally different like he was further away where he came from then where i was i set my ground blind up anticipating him come so the right. shot was a little bit farther right but long story short um i got on the internet i typed in the farmer's name next door i called him his name's matthew i was like hey man this is matt i met you earlier on this year we leased a property next to you i was like i shot a pretty big buck this morning and he headed over towards your pond would you care if i go over there and see if i can find him he's like no man that's fine he said you go over there and look and however long it takes if you need help holler at me i was like okay he said how big was he and i said well he was a monster i said he was tall he said was he real heavy i was like yeah he's like did he look like he had like club antlers like a bunch of stuff going on at the end of his main beams i'm like my heart's starting to drop oh gosh yeah that sounds about like him he said well I'm pretty sure my daughter just shot that deer about 6.30 this morning. They just got done skinning it. I said, you got to be shitting me. Oh, my gosh. And I know for a fact that I didn't miss the deer. Right. And the story kind of changed because he first told me that they shot it at 6.30. And I heard the shot at 6.30. Yeah. But then he turned around and said that she had shot it around 7.00. Right. And I, I sat there until 830 and never heard another shot. Yeah. And I don't know <laughs> what happened. And I'm not – listen, it crossed the property line. I'd, I didn't put him down where he was supposed to go down. You know, he yeah. could have been on his last leg. And he said that she never even made it to her stand. he come from the west of her as she was walking in, and she had to squat down and shoot him in the road. So, I mean, Who knows?
0: Who really knows? No, I, mean, I
1: know. You, you uh, never really know.
0: And, that, and that's kind of what I, I when Matt was telling me this story and I was talking to him on the phone, I'd sit there and thought to myself and I told Matt, I was like, Who, as big as that deer was, as big as that deer was, who's to say that maybe that deer did jump over there? Maybe she did see it.
1: Oh, I know for a fact it went over there.
0: Maybe she did shoot. Did she hit it? I
1: You never know. I don't
0: I don't know. I mean it had they were it was skint before you got over there. So
1: he was hurting. I know he was hurting. Yeah.
0: So I, I don't know, man. That's
1: But it's I mean
0: That's 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 between the person who shot that's that's their their deal. And I, it sucks for you
1: because Oh well, no! know. That was my only chance of being North American whitetail and I lost. It. <laughs> oh my god
0: i'm glad oh shit i'm glad i got my boots on it got deep in here real quick
1: <laughs> but no i mean that was that was the only deer i had been after but i'll show you at the end of the podcast what showed up on camera last night
0: oh okay and I, i'll post the picture of this deer and let you see it i'll, I'll blur the person's face out or whatever so yes, there, ain't, there ain't nothing on there but um i want y'all to see this deer i mean this deer.
1: it's a it's a monster i mean what's crazy is we have three farms that are leased by the same gentleman that owns them, and all the farm one farm's five five hundred and twenty three acres. The other ones are like one sixty 160 and one sixty seven. And this farm, the guys that leased it last year, they killed a mainframe ten or eleven that went one hundred and seventy six inches.
0: Holy crap!
1: And to look at that farm on a map, and you look at the other two farms, yeah, it's crazy that all the the bucks over 150 Mm -hmm. are in are congregated to that one farm and i guess it all is based because they have 500 and something acres next door to us that nobody hunts it's all beans it's a bunch of woods a bunch of deep right so i i guess that you know when that was the only farm that i had got a deer over 150 inches on camera right like our other farms, you know, we, we got a really nice double split brow time buck on our other farm to the um, west of that one. But, you know, we got the farm for three years, so shooting him at three years old with split mm-hmm. brows next year, he, he, might, he could be a 170-inch deer. I
0: yeah, hell, he might have a drop time next year. Yeah, he's I mean, you never know. He's
1: freaking heavy now for being a three-year-old, I mean. Yeah. But, I don't know, I, I've hunted a long time for that
0: to have a shot at that yeah i understand i mean i i say i understand but i don't really understand because you I know never, how never... many
1: times i damn shot my gun after that <laughs> just trying to find a reason why i, me- I made a mistake yeah like i missed and i've shot a lot of deer with a gun i've shot plenty more with a bow and i know how they act when you shoot them with a bow you yeah. typically the double leg kick the jump yeah it's a good shot when you shoot them with a gun either they drop or when they tuck hunkered down and tucked their tail and they down run off sluggish, like I yeah. knew I, I just told myself I had to hit him. And I'm pretty sure that he was wounded because when I mentioned it to him, he kinda he kinda got hesitating. He's like, Ah, oh, I don't think you had another hole in it. And I'm like, Man, if that if that wasn't the deer I shot, there's a hundred and seventy inch deer laying over there Lying, somewhere on that. Yeah, guy's laying farm. Somewhere. I mean, we <sighs> shot that gun when I when when I got done that morning and I shot that gun when I got home and I shot it and my dad shot it and we both were one-inch groups at 200 yards. And, I mean, I just don't see.
0: nah. Nah. But. I mean, you're, I, I'll put it, you're a good shot. I've I not seen. i the fever. Oh, God. Oh, goodness.
1: Because he was giving me crap because I was talking to my buddy Jonathan that morning <laughs> I shot him and Brandon was over there sighting in his gun. He's like, well, I ain't the one that missed a deer this morning. and <laughs> i said well jared said you was a sniper
0: yeah yeah that's what he is y'all heard it plenty of times over here on the podcast with brandon on there about how he he shoot my experiences with him shooting i'll put it that way my experiences with mass shooting is that's pretty damn good shot so if if you pulled the trigger you hit it i I can about guarantee you did now if it was a bad shot it is it what it was. is. I mean,
1: I, I know I had to pull that shot, dude. I was pumped. Like,
0: Yeah, it is what it is. I'm just saying that the deer running over there, hearing another shot, and it ends up on the tailgate. You know, yeah. it's, there's a lot of stuff. It's like...
1: And I talked to him at 9:30 in the morning that he already had a picture of it skin out. I mean, yeah,
0: I mean that's
1: and he's like, yeah, she been after that deer since since she was hunting all bow season trying to get him with a bow. And I'm like, well, I ain't never gonna get that thing. No, nah. <laughs> if she been nah. after it for two months and I wounded it and she killed it, it's more than yeah. more than hers. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, it would be the same thing. I mean, if I if if it had come on the from the other way and it ended up in my field and I shot it that would be it it'd be mine (laughs) i mean that's just the luck of the draw
0: but yeah i mean that sucks that's just one of those things that that sucks i mean me shooting so we're we're in rifle season now here in burke county finally Uh, yeah finally was that
1: a couple days and it goes out well
0: it's till the december 21st and then it goes back out so we don't we don't have a whole lot of time but um Doe season, I said doe, not bow, doe season, which is a thing up here in by Guy Burke County. You only have five days when rifle season comes in. Everybody else's rifle season in the state of North Carolina comes in on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Ours does not come in until Monday. And there's been a lot of people that made a mistake on that. You have to really read into the rules. And I think they do it. Shout out to north carolina fish and wildlife i think they do it just to catch you i mean i think that's why that rule's there but
1: yeah i wouldn't understand why, why th- there's that, no other county would be there's uh, no that, other explanation that for region it. would be any different i mean what if you hunt on the line
0: yeah there's no other explanation for it they, they just won't like to. it's track. a money it's a money racket oh yeah for sure so ours comes in on monday and you have five days from monday to saturday to shoot a doe after that you're not allowed to shoot a doe the rest of the year um, even whenever rifle season goes out the 21st, it goes back to bow. You're still not allowed to shoot a doe into the first of the year. So that being said, I have to take my chance in those five days to try to get a doe. If I'm going to shoot a doe, most of the time I try to shoot a doe in bow season.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, cause you're getting almost to where most of, most of them could be already conceived.
0: Well, most of the time I try to shoot one during bow season. I, d- I didn't get one during bow season, so... I was trying to hunt with Jace to try to get a, a doe to, to get shot. Cause most of the time I try to shoot between two and three deer a year. That's enough to keep my cooler or my freezer full so that my family can eat off of it. That's, that's our sweet spot. Two to three deer a year. So I did, I finally got a shot at a doe and it's been slow Man, the the weather here has been absolutely horrible Mm -hmm. for deer season
1: it's been like that the last couple years
0: we had a really really good cold snap where it dropped down into the teens it only got into like the 40s during the day there was no wind it was just cold good deer hunting weather and then all of a sudden it went from that to 80 degrees Mm -hmm. during the day to dropping down to 30 at night or 40 at night or whatever and now it's just it's all messed up so i took my chance when i could i shot a doe the other day And um, (laughs) you're talking about shooting a rifle. The biggest thing with me with shooting a rifle is I'm always – I always second-guess myself. I can go out there and shoot that rifle 100 times, put 100 shots on target. When I go to pull the trigger on a deer, I just always second-guess myself. I don't know why. That's just something I do. When I shot this doe, I shot this doe at 157 yards. Uh, When I shot this deer – That was open sights, right? No. Oh. No. It's it's with a – with a... Um, Siborski. You know what? You know what? It wasn't. No. It wasn't. It was with a SIG Buckmaster um scope on there. Sounds but expensive. It's not. Um <laughs> Matt's always giving me shit. But uh, um, I shot the doe 157 yards. She jumped straight up in the air. I mean, there was no doubt I hit this deer. And... She took off running. Well, there was two other deer with her, and they kind of all went kind of the same direction. They were just apart when they went the same direction. And I sat there, and like you said, I heard heard her crash in the woods. I know she was down. I knew I hit her. Everything's good. So I go ahead and racked another one into my gun, got out of my blind, um, packed everything down or whatever, and I went out there to find blood found exactly where she kicked up at, found blood where I hit her, and everything. So I was like, okay, we're good. While I was standing there, I heard something in the woods sound like it was kicking. So I was like, all right, she's not dead yet. We'll give her a little bit more time. I backed out, went, got my stuff, went down to the truck, got the truck, opened the gate, and drove the truck up to the field. It's been probably 45 minutes since I shot her, so I know she's she's probably dead. So I go looking for blood. Found the blood where I hit her. Started to find the trail or whatever. Lost it completely, and I'm in the middle of a field. That is the hardest mm-hmm. place to track deer. Is in the middle of a field.
1: Not unless you're in corn stubble, it ain't. <laughs>
0: but I uh, lost the blood, so I start you know going looking, zigzagging, whatever I can do to try to cover as much ground by myself with a flashlight. And I'm looking down towards the woods while I shine the flashlight over and I see two eyes looking at me about where she went down in the woods. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I didn't hit that deer good. She's still alive and she's sitting there looking at me. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to back out real slow. I'm going to go sit in the truck, you know, listen to some music, whatever. Just buy some time, let her do her thing. If it was... If I had shot this deer in the morning and I seen her sitting there, I would go ahead and shoot her again and get it get it over with, but I can't see. So I back out. As soon as I turn the flashlight off, as soon as I turn the flashlight off, she gets up and runs. I'm in a bad spot now. Because now I've got a wounded deer that is scared and running for her freaking life. I mean, it's it's yeah, going to be two miles before I can find this deer should
1: be on the county line before. Yeah, so now,
0: now I'm sitting here like, I, I'm going to call somebody with a dog because there's no way that I'm going to be able to track this deer that far. So I back out, and I'm just like, you know what? Let me just sit here for a minute, and let me just think about this, where she went and all this stuff. I said, well, I'm going to go over and look where she was laying and see like what kind of blood we're dealing with, if, it, if it's really as bad as a shot as I thought it was. So I go down there, I can't find anything. And I'm like, holy crap. Now, where I shot her at, there was blood. There was It looked like lung. I bright, hit her. Good, bright red blood. Yeah, I hit her. Um, and there was no blood sitting there. So I was like, all right, I, you know, let me back out. I'm going to go back up here. I'm going to do the, the wood line to see where she went into the woods at to see if I can find blood there. Walking down the wood line, walking down the wood line, find blood to my left, look to my right, she's laying right there. It was a completely different deer <laughs> over there that was bedded <laughs> down Looking, Be glad
1: out. you didn't damn shoot that one. I was like, what in the
0: hell man And I don't know if she was it was like, oh
1: well this one's laying over here. I guess I'll lay with <laughs> yeah,
0: it I was like, Dang it. Dude it could have been a monster buck or something. I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> I just seen two eyes looking at me. But yeah, that's that's my funny deer story for the for the season, I guess. But hey man, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. I appreciate the the giveaway that we got going on and everything and um and and hopefully we'll get to go hunting or do something soon together.
1: Well we'll get to do it. <laughs> All right, bud. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Um if you want to get in the giveaway that we had talked about on the show call me, text me, send me a message whatever um, and I'll be sure to get your spot locked in um, if you need uh, hats, shirts whatever, we have got a uh, very limited supply right now uh, hoping to get some more in here soon uh, if you want a hat, if you want a shirt, if you want a sticker or whatever, call me, text me uh, whatever and I'll try to get pictures to you and anything else that I can find. Go uh subscribe to the to the show on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Facebook, um, follow us on Instagram. Uh, just give us a like, a comment, something nice to say, whatever. Uh, or if you want to hate on the show, that's cool too. Whatever. We got a few of those. Uh, but thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next week.